everybody, this is Issa Cosette, the producer and host of Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that uplifts amazing people around the world on their journeys. This week, we have a very special guest, the Cornel Vernice Barker, aka Chef V. She's a marvelous Liberian culinary expert, traveling caterer, and a phenomenal mother. Through her company, Flavors by Bernice, she creates savory meals that reflects her African roots. Thank you so much for joining me today. Can you tell the people just a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the culinary industry? Hey, everyone. As Issa said earlier, my name is Cornel Bernice, a.k.a. Chef V. I really say I started taking um, the whole chefing, culinary thing seriously during COVID, to be honest. I cooked and made plates for a long time, but I really took it seriously because we're all sitting at home with nothing to do. So I just chose to cook more that I have the time to do it. So I've been doing this for a long time, but I really just started taking it seriously in 2020 about myself. Of course, like you mentioned, I'm a mom. Um, I have a very energetic five-year-old son. I love to travel. I love to eat good food. Like I'm a big foodie. And of course, you know, I love music. And of course, I love cooking. So that's just a little bit about me. And I'm Liberian, as you already stated before. You know, we got to support one another. And obviously, shout out to my brother to connecting us because I was able to eat your great food when I came in town last year. And I was just like, okay. And then my (laughs) other brother, of course, with meal prepping. So um, I just love that once in the community, once being able to support your passions and also the fact that the pandemic gave us time to really, really hone in on, on our passions. Right. And also develop our business ideas um, and just shift the way we see the world and how we move in the world. And of course, you being a foodie and you traveling, you have many inspirations. So can you talk about who are your food inspirations and what have you learned from them during your journey? My food inspirations, I know I have to start from home first because that's where we get, you know, all of our foundation from. So I'll definitely say my parents and then my grandma. Like my dad is an amazing cook. Like everybody knows it because everybody asks me like, oh, you learn how to cook from your dad. And I always say yes and no. I say yes and no because I never had to cook as a... I wasn't and it wasn't in like the typical Liberian household where the females or African household at that, where females had to be in the kitchen with their moms and learn how to cook. My parents were probably the most easygoing with that. So I never like my mom then will call, oh, y'all come downstairs. I would be doing whatever I wanted to do. So I got to taste things so I knew exactly how things should taste. I got um I watched them do things, but to say I was really hands-on when I was younger, it was no. Not at all. But I always wanted to be in the kitchen. For whatever reason, I always wanted to be in the kitchen. I guess it was seeing my parents cook for like functions in the African community, things like that just made me just like like being around food. So first and foremost, obviously, my mom, my dad, I have to tell them like, yeah, they're the the whole inspiration behind it. Two chefs professionally that I really, I'll say, look up to the most. And one is actually Liberian chef. Um, Chef Tobias, he's out in Houston, but he's about to open up his own restaurant in uh, Maryland soon. He's a really good thing. I love the way he plays his food. I have yet to try his food, but I just know it's going to be good. Like once you're Liberian, your food is already good. But like the way that he even just places food, the presentation of it, it just, it's, it's just amazing. Another one is Chef Nancy. She used to be on the podcast. I am athlete doing the food there. 
She actually follows me on Instagram, which I was really like fanned out and geeked out about it. And it's never a time if I like message her or something, she'll probably message me back and things like that. So I just love those. So those are the two people, especially people of color, getting into that industry and really thriving for some of us, especially women, because people still feel like culinary is a man's industry, even though they say that women should be in the in the house cooking and cleaning, which is really, really crazy. So yeah, those two are the main two people that um, I'm really watching right now presentation wise just the way they plate their food how they make it look the colors that they add to their food just to make it really look clean and nice because there's a lot of people that I probably will see on Instagram their food is probably good but I'm trying to get into fine dining so they really touch um, on that so those are the two people I really look at like if I'm even trying to play or if I'm going for my own fine dining experience those are the type of people I like to mimic Oh, I love that. And I love, of course, we always start home. And same thing here. Um, my grandma was always in the kitchen, but I was not. I was on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and also just like the notion of like, or breaking, I guess, you know, the gender notion of who should be in the kitchen, right? So having that influence from your father. I'm um, also, you know, being able to be inspired by these other two Black chefs, right? Um, I think that plays a big role Um in the representation and also in this transition that you're talking about into fine dining because you're going from a private catering experience, you know, into moving and shaping different experiences. And so I think that's amazing that you have that connection and they're supporting you because to keep going further in our journey, we definitely have to have community. We definitely be, we need representation. And also we need to be able to be invited into rooms, right? And I've seen that you've traveled a lot and um, you've been able to work with like big, many, many different clients. And so can you talk about some of the cooking tips? Cause you were mentioning the colors and your plating, um, some other cooking tips that you've incorporated in the kitchen from your traveling and catering experiences. Okay, so I actually did a cooking class in um, Peru. So if you're not really per, um, like familiar anything with Peru, especially Lima, Lima is actually the food capital of South America. So just to tell you, the food is amazing. Like I could literally live there. On New Year's Eve, I actually took the cooking class, which was really amazing and dope. What did we learn how to cook? It was Lomo Saltado. The way they make their rice, because um, they use clay pots. They use like the authentic um, way of making Peruvian food sometimes are in the clay pots with like the potatoes, um, the rice and stuff like that. I learned how to like they're they have this like garlic type of jasmine rice that is really, really good. So we literally had like hands on experience on how they're actually doing that. And as much as different seasoning and spices that I use, we really only use salt there. They had a special type of salt that they had um, that doesn't look like the salt that we have here in the U.S., but when I tell you that food was seasoned and we didn't need anything else, it was perfect. So just really me, when I travel and stuff like that, I like I went to Colombia and I asked them, I tasted like a shrimp or something. I was like, what did y'all put in this? Like, I'm always going to ask, call the chef. My friends hate it, actually. But I'm going to call the chef like, yo, how did you do this? What are some techniques? Like, so I'm getting techniques from all over the place, like on certain ways, how you prepare food and things like that. And I feel like every country I went to, it's just like the vibrant colors, the different things that people put in their food, especially I go to a lot of like Spanish countries as well. So you know it's just like a lot of colors. Like you have the planting, you have like you have fish and things like that, the greens and stuff like that. Like just putting it and just making it look pretty. I feel like and again since Lima is very like a culinary city. 
they're really big on like the presentation of their food and how you like put it together and things like that. And like their taste and flavor is amazing. And of course, I've named my business Flavors by Bernice. So everywhere I go, I have to get that flavor. So I, I, things that I bring in my own cooking, like I always go, if I'm going to another country, I always bring up spices from the country just to incorporate it in my own dishes and like everyday things like fried chicken and stuff like that. People will ask me like, oh, why does your food taste different from this one? Because a lot of my um, seasonings that I'm getting is not only things that are um, found here in the U.S., but I'm taking things from other countries that we won't, like we won't get here and incorporating incorporating that into my dishes. So that's the main thing, like taking spices from other countries because I'm fusing um caribbean food african things i love spanish food you know what i mean so just all those type of things and just incorporating into like one dish so um that's why my food is kind of loved through you know the masses it is and i love like you said like being able to talk to the chefs and figure out their techniques bringing back the spices and being able to like really incorporate and change and shift you know our taste buds because half the time we are used to like similar meals or like simple things and um um, I'm just really interested now like my mind is just thinking about the colors right and especially how like for like at least Liberian food or like some Puerto Rican food, there are certain colors, but also like it can just be some rice and stew, right? So like thinking about the fusions that you're getting from South America um, and also like the fusions of the Caribbean as well. And like you're getting these European, like, you know, techniques to um, enhance your meals. Um, Can you talk about maybe some of your favorite plates or dishes to create? Cause I'm just also interested in what, what is your go-to you're like? Cause I remember when you made that Lomo and I was just like, yo, I, yeah, when I made that Lomo. A lot of people was like, Oh, okay. Like she's taking it. She really <laughs> wanted to try to show that she knows how to do different things because one thing I hate, I won't say I hate it because obviously I'm going to give whatever client, whatever they want. But a lot of people see certain things on my Instagram and that's all they want. Or, Oh, I tasted your lamb chop. So I have, to, that's what I want. But I'm the type of person that I do want to branch out on different things. So um, most of my creativity and like learning certain things probably comes from like me and Levi doing stuff or me going somewhere like out of the country. Like when I came back from Peru into the Lomo, because I actually fell in love with Peruvian food. I went back in 2018. That was my first time going. I was like, yo, this food is really, 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 really good. But I never came back to recreate it. I would always go to Peruvian spots. I'm like, I can learn how to do something myself. So when I took that cooking class, it helped, it helped me to, you know, even do that step-by-step type video. So if I say some things that I really like doing, fish for one. I love grilling and I like fish. Those are like my things that I love to, to actually cook. You, I can cook that every day. My good friend Ebony, she got me this pizza book. And so when I went to Italy, I learned about the different pizzas. So I can't wait to actually make a pizza from scratch. Pasta, I love pasta, but of course my pasta isn't like what you're going to find in Italy, of course. It's probably more so something you probably find at Desta because you have that Ethiopian, um, African side style of like Italian pasta. So definitely, you know, we make it a little bit more spicier and things like that. Even when I make Alfredo, people are like, oh, this is really good. And I put a whole bunch of different things in it. Yo, I do love seeing you be on the grill, like, because it's like, once again, thinking about the industry and people think that it's like a male dominated space, but just like, especially women on the grill, like you hold it down. Uh, everything that you said, like my mouth is watering because I'm just like, yeah, we gotta <laughs> make sure <laughs> get some more food. I love that. I love that. I love that. And can you maybe just talk about some challenges, you know, that you have possibly faced, you know, while trying to create new dishes or be in this industry? And also what are your hopes for the future for Flavors by Bernice? 
Okay, challenges. There's been a lot of challenges because, again, starting this, like making this actually like a business. And I'll say 2020, but it was like the ending of 2020 going into 2021. So 2021 is really when it was just like, okay, like this is really a business. Um, so really just learning the business, um, learning how to make money and make a profit from what you're doing. Um, cause I remember in the beginning, a lot of things I didn't really make a profit from, but of course it was good exposure. It got me, you know, put out there like that, but I wasn't, I wasn't really seeing money being made from like doing events and stuff like that. So really just like stepping back, asking other people like clubhouse really helped me a lot with like the different like groups, culinary groups on clubhouse to learn, like, how do you price um, your foods? How, like when you're doing an event and then also like trying to get a mentor, getting, trying to get a mentor in the culinary industry. I want to tell you, it's one of the hardest things I feel like I've gotten. It was easier to try it. Like when I was going like the law route first, it was easier to find a whole bunch of people to help me out with that. than in like the culinary scene I don't know why that is because I've, I've had some people reach out to me on Instagram like oh can you tell me this and the third and they'll start off like you know how the industry is I'm like I totally know how the industry is don't just because you see you you may see some things I'm doing and stuff like that it it seems like it's overnight thing but it was a lot of different like struggles that I had to do you know and yeah what are your hopes like think, thinking about the ways that you know the industry is limited and sometimes it's hard to be able to make your name and get through it and build and expand and relaunch and all that um what are your hopes for your future in your brand in your business uh, okay so my hope for my future i have a couple of course everybody's like when you want to get a restaurant where when's the brick and mortar coming it's going to come i just feel like i just actually started um culinary school um this summer so I'll be back in the fall. So just trying to really hone my skills because I don't want to just be that person. Like, you know, we're like, you know, just having a cool bull shop or something like that. I like, again, I want to go into fine dining. So I, I feel like I need to get that classical training to know how to do certain dishes or whatever. And actually be looked at like, okay, she's serious. Cause it's already hard being a woman of color in this industry. So you really just have to kind of fight a little bit more to get that knowledge to stand with the greatest. So I definitely want a restaurant and I want an Afro Caribbean fusion restaurant and it's going to be a fine dining place. And I hope, hopefully it's here in Atlanta. That's, that's my hope. And that's my dream that it will be here in Atlanta and it'll have the aesthetic, it'll have the vibe. So it's, it's coming. It's not going to come anytime soon. That's a nice five to 10 year goal. When I get there and I'm finished with culinary school, obviously like a school, like a school to really teach kids how to cook. You know how like when like rappers like, oh, they want to do like a music school or whatever the case may be back in their hometown or whatever. I feel there's a lot of people who desire to learn how to cook females and males because I have a lot of guys who hit me up all the time like oh can you show me how to grill because they don't know how to and I feel like that's a great skill to learn you have to eat it's something that you have to do you, I, you can go out to eat and stuff like that but you cooking a home cooked meal is like the best thing like ever I'm very passionate about that like people learning how to cook because as much as I like to eat out and I want my own restaurant I also want us to learn how to prepare our own foods especially with all the different um, health issues that people are having going to McDonald's to school and all but cooking you know and using these fresh the fresh produce and things like that in your um kitchen makes more sense because I don't people say I don't everybody everybody can ask me to get a deep freezer I don't do deep freezers because I want all my food to be fresh I get all of my food fresh I use fresh ingredients so just to like bring more awareness into our community too is a, like something that I'm very passionate about too so those are like the things that I hope to do. Brenda, that's amazing. And I 
can't wait to see you continue to expand and these baby steps like you know definitely there's phases and you are like definitely iterated like it's going to take time but you know it's a process and you're working towards it and we've already seen what you've done in these few years so can you imagine the more you're consistent the more that you like you know get those skills that you need you get the people who really need to support you your team expands once again just looking forward to see how you grow where you go from here and I know you have a verse to share with us today actually it's not a verse it's a quote and the quote obviously comes from my favorite rapper of all time Mr. Kanye West and it says I refuse to accept other people's ideas of happiness for me as if there's a one-size-fits-all standard for happiness Kanye as as erratic as he can be sometimes he always he's always dropping gems on us always because I mean I feel like especially being in the African household and things like that. It was always kind of like you trying to fight for a lot of the happiness maybe your parents wanted for you and things like that. Like, remember my mom wanted me to be a nurse so bad. And I was like, yeah, I never liked the hospital. That wasn't my thing. So, and I really thought like, I really wanted to be a lawyer and like culinary, like I said, that's been something that is something that's been in my life the whole time, but I never realized like, yo, this is really your passion. So that's my happy place. And you know, a lot of people didn't understand it in the beginning when I quit my job because that's, it was really abrupt. I quit my job at Delta that had been it for a long time and said, like, yo, I'm about to do a cooking business. And nobody could have really, like, huh, for real, for real. But I've really been blessed. God has really blessed me thus far, um, sustaining me and my son, you know, because it's not just like it's, I'm just a person by my own. I have a whole child that, you know, I'm taking care of. So, you know, like just finding your own happiness and really just going into that road and not letting anybody discourage you or tell you that you should do something a different way. I love that quote. And I love that you're definitely finding your following your passions, you know, creating your own path. And of course, it leads me to my closing question of how are you on your way? I'm on my way just as like I stated many times before. I'm learning a lot. Um, I'm taking the time to learn because I feel like um, if you're not learning, you can't thrive, especially in this particular industry. It's something that you learn things um, the way probably our parents cooked back in the day. Like I show my dad some new things now. I'm like, no, this is how you grill. This is how you do this. And if they're, first, he wasn't as acceptive of it, but now he's getting, you know, like after we just sell in your ways, I'm like, no. So if you do it like this, it brings this flavor out. So just really learning and um, being able to be teachable as well for um, to be taught by other people. So that's how I'm on my way, just really learning and just really basking in everything that's happened in every situation, whether good or bad, um, just seeing the good out of everything. Because certain situations, if I wasn't in it last year, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Um, or in 2021, if I didn't make certain situations, like, okay, well, I'll do this event. And I looked back at it and I didn't make money it helped me to be the kind of person I am now that I'm getting more of a business mindset on how to do things like that. I'm just doing all this right now to lead up to that because that's like the quote unquote finish line for everybody is to open up that restaurant and have everybody come and um, taste your food and get your Michelin stars and things like that, your James Beard Awards. So I'm on my way. I'm learning. I'm really learning to bring out the best quality for everybody who's going to in the future taste my food. So you'll all definitely see the hard work and dedication as the years go on. I mean, you can just hear it from everything that you said in this episode. And just, I encourage you to keep taking your time, keep exploring, keep testing and tasting. And I can't wait, you know, to be at that restaurant and be like, wow, look at this. Look how far you come. And you did it. Thank you just so much for just sharing a little bit about your story. And I look forward, you know, in the future to bring you back and be like, look what you've done, you know, because I do feel like 
this is also an archive that we can look back um, at and just realize how much we've grown, you know, because our journeys are just so different, you know, and um, as we move forward, I hope that you continue to be supported. You continue to explore and never shy away from your passions, you know. Tell the people where can they connect with you? Where can they book um, as well, catering? All right. If you can follow me on Instagram um, at chef.vee underscore. And if you want to book, you can definitely go into my bio. Um, and there's a link. My HoneyBook link is there. So you can just hit the link and you can send your request and I'll get back to you. So again, that's chef.vee underscore on Instagram. Wonderful. Thank you so much, so much. To all our wonderful listeners, wherever you are in this world, continue to follow your passions, continue to let your stomach guide your heart, your feet, and your mind. Until next time, this is Issa Cosette. Y'all be blessed. 